Les Moonves was ousted from CBS. Oh, yeah. He's like the first executive to be taken down from the Me Too movement. That's right. I forgot about Brett, that. And Brett Kavanaugh is groping ladies in his college years. Well, I mean, this is this is the kind of thing that happens all the time behind closed doors. And I feel like the, the Brett Kavanaugh situation, that felt like a ritual, like killing to me more than you know like she said mm. he put his hands over her mouth he was like he was an animal and it's this kind of thing where it's like you know he he is absolutely ab ab abusive right and he, he did it with bad intentions but you have to think could there have been a, a cult kind of behind the scenes in in his head what he was thinking was possibly a ritual and, I mean, and, this is exactly what Lost Boys is trying to blow the lid off. I think absolutely. this is the exact culture that they're referring to. Mm -hmm. Like, again, like this is a documentary. This is not to be taken as something as made up or fiction. They're talking about real life situations. And they're, they also talk about kind of what it takes. This is OK. So we have to go back to the movies and see what the vampires want the initiated to do. They want them to have their first kill. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of what all of this kind of um, centers around their first kill, their single kill. So, this is the kind of thing that I believe Brett Kavanaugh kind of had in mind, a little Lost Boys in his head, because he wanted to have his first kill. Now, I don't think this was for vampirism's sake, but I do think it has something to do with power. Now, it's some kind of ritual that involves a sacrifice, and you get power. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I don't know about the other victims that Brett has has preyed upon. But the fact is, if he has preyed upon other people, it has gained him occult power through the ritual sacrifice. And I think that's what got him to the Supreme Court, or at least to the doors of the Supreme Court. I mean, I think he's really in it for the robes as well, because you're not really in a proper cult unless you have matching outfits, especially things like robes. Uh, you know, you don't know what they're wearing underneath them as well. They're covering your body. You could be wearing anything or nothing underneath. Exactly. So all of this stuff with the Supreme Courts, we also have, and this is the kind of craziest thing, 27 years ago, we have the exact same thing playing out with Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill. And what is two plus seven is a nine. It'd be nine. Flipped upside down is a six. I, I don't want to um, get too heavy into numbers today, but we just have to kind of be aware that numbers are at play. So yeah, Supreme Court, if you, how many people are on the Supreme Court? Uh, nine total. So there's Look at that. like... Eight right now. Yeah, nine. That's, that's our second one right there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is the kind of thing where they want nine. They're trying to get nine again. Nine is the magic number. And the 27 years ago, two plus seven, that's nine. And so Brett Kavanaugh, he will be the ninth Supreme Court and uh, justice if he is confirmed. And that's why the Republicans, that's why a lot of people... It's the ritual's sake. It's the completion of the nine. They don't care about his, his, what, what he did to get the power. They just care about the completion of the nine, you know? Right. So we got to be looking out to the third nine. And the whole point 
of this being nines and not sixes is because they're trying to do it behind our backs. It's a way to really get some sixes undercover disguised as a nine. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing with politics in general. There is a lot of numbers that are symbolic of other things. Uh, I was just watching this interview, and it's an old interview, but I think it's worth worth watching because this this woman goes so heavy into numbers and she talks about the dollar bill she talks about all kinds of stuff and she talks about the equation of light and love and this is the kind of thing where when you have somebody who's such a mathematician of course they're gonna seem crazy to other people but to, to me it just I, I it was like music to my ears Jacqueline how did you come to meet the man who is related to your case Oh, Isaac Ben Shabbat. Um, I met him online. I was looking for my healing angel. The, the psychic I met told me I would meet a healing angel. So I, I was in Utah, Mount Zion, looking for my healing angel. And I, I was at a bar, and I was talking to the bartender about the number three and I said so the number three I told him the story how I got here just because I got here the number three and then he said not not to say anything but look behind me and I look behind him and there's the giant number three so I was like are you my healing angel and he was like no I'm not and then I said okay well maybe you're gonna lead me to my healing angel so he said you should probably go to Sedona, it's in Arizona. I said, I never heard of it. And I look up Sedona, Arizona. It's the 33rd most spiritual place. So I cancel my trip. I cancel my trip in Mount Zion and I decide to go to Arizona. I never been here. And um, Isaac texted me and he says, have you ever been to Arizona? And I was like, this is really weird. I just decided to come here. And I said, I'm not gonna meet him unless God throws it in my face. So we start talking and I was like, I'm not gonna go there. Then he told me he has my same birthday. So I was like, okay, I have to go meet him because I told God that's what I would do. So I go meet him and we have the same birthday. Our brothers are both named Jacob and David. Our fathers are both Egyptian Jews from Cairo. We're both vegetarians. Then I find out he does stuff for the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea has 33% salt in it. Walt Disney's club is called Club 33. The reason they're called this is because the location of Atlantis is inside the Earth. The coordinates are 33-33. Can you understand why people think this is a little bit out there? Oh, yeah. Can you, are you a crazy person? No. Tell us, who are you? Like, what do you want? I'm the person that discovered love the equation to light. Einstein discovered the equation to light. It's E equals MC squared. To finish that equation, everything we see is made out of light. Everything in the composition of the light that it's made out of. Jackie, some of those messages don't sound like love. They sound like threats. When you're finding love, not everything is perfect. This was a journey. So the rest of the equation is L equals 3.3. L equals 3.3 times E equals MC squared. And that's, that's the equation of eternal love. There are some deep numbers that I believe 
people should be knowing about because if they don't, they will miss out on light and love. And I, I think that was her message the entire time. And she was obsessed with the number 3.33. Mm, that's like half of 666. Exactly. And you think, well, why why 3.33? Maybe it's, it's the half or maybe it's also 3 plus 3 plus 3 is 9. That's true. There's another 9 for you. And that's the third 9 we have. So it is... It is very telling what is going on in politics, but the fact of the matter is there's not really much that we can do as, as just uh, commentators. We can, we can talk about it all we want, but the rituals have been done, you know, and we have one, one, one proof, one evidence that he didn't finish a ritual, but we don't know how many he did. And so it, it just scares me to think how much power Brett Kavanaugh actually has. Right. This first instance seems like an attempt at a ritual that didn't quite go as planned, but that doesn't mean he didn't attempt again. I mean, he's finding himself in such a high you know, position of power. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a repeated ritual and, and in other times he may have succeeded. Exactly. And it really scares me because you think Clarence Thomas did the same thing 27 years ago and it's all cyclical. It's all a cycle and now you, I, I don't want to scare people, but it's going to happen again. If we don't stop it, it's going to happen again. So this is where I think we have the power. If, if we can call it out as what it is, we have the ability to stop it in its tracks. So this is a call of arms to the street team. I, I see that you are out on the street, um, and I, I hope that you have um, some people that will be following you because you have something very important to say. Yeah, I'm out on the street today because we need to get the people's view because I've been just hearing it all over, just on the street. People have just been on the tips of their tongues, have been talking about ghosts, talking about how ghosts are everywhere, that they can be recorded. Um, and this is no joke. So I'm out here. I'm getting the people's perspective. I'm going to be bringing it to all of you live as I hear it, uh, you know, maybe passing off the mic uh, as, as appropriate. Uh, but yeah, we're here to hear from you. We're here to hear from everyone out there. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, meet me out, come down to the streets and let's talk. Kind of like the, the, the layman's perspective. Because we, we do get super deep with facts that it, it is hard for the average person just to absorb what we're saying. Yeah, I get and not that. everyone's a math head. No. The way mm -hmm. that we are. Not, not um, at all. So sometimes kind of, we need to be reminded that, you know, it needs to be kind of broken down again. Yeah. The, the kind of math that we're doing, I mean, I don't even think that uh, most scientists are even aware of, of the school of, of, of mathematicians that we follow. This is the kind of thing where it's like it's ancient Greece. It's ancient Egyptian. It's ancient Babylon. This is written on tablets. This is this is not for the, the modern thinker. You, you have to because ghosts are so eternal. They're, they are before us, they're after us, they're with us, that you have to go back to the origins of math. Now, now you find the six, you find the three, the nine, and these are all symbols. And that's when you really think about it, numbers are just symbols. And symbols can turn into spells, if given the right intention. So all of this, all of these numbers, all of this math, it's magic, it's spells. 
And so we just have to kind of, we, we tuned into the right kind of magic and, and we're able to read it and other people can't. Other people just see numbers and they're fools. They're, they're really, they really are fools because it's more than numbers. Of course, but that's why we need this dialogue because we need to unlock this ancient wisdom, you know, and we need to be able to speak again on these very important issues that I think were spoken of a lot, you know, when they first came up with numbers, everyone was very aware of it. That's why they were doing it. Uh, and we need to come back to that moment again and really open our eyes to the sort of incantations that happen around us every single day. Yeah. We have to throw away a lot of what are our preconceived notions of math and science because it's, it's so bogged down with kind of ghost baggage that, that we're un, unable to see it for what it is. That a, a number is not just a number. And um, people these days, need, they need to understand that when you go back in time, people weren't doing algebra. Um, it, it just didn't exist. And here we have our special guest. Greetings. Nam namaste, hello. Hello, hello, namaste. It's great to Thank see you. you. Yeah, should we say a blessing to, to kick us off? Yes, just I to think make we sure should. that this is a safe place. Oh, I see you have Perfect. A, okay. a seance with you. Yes. Yes. So we have a cat on the podcast, everybody. This is a sign of good luck already. Yes. Um, cats can see ghosts. Everyone knows that. And so mm -hmm. um, at least we know that you're protected. Um, we all have our, our gear on. I'm, I'm wearing um, these headphones that were blessed by the Pope. Um, Rob has his glasses, and you yeah. have your cat. We should yeah. probably um, introduce you. So, welcome to the podcast, Caitlin Cornell. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Uh, good morning. Good morning. So, we've heard some things about you in Tinseltown, around Hollywood, that yeah. you are you're behind the scenes. You're you're working in Los Angeles. As, as an actress, as a comedian, as, as an entertainer? As an actor, as we'd say in, in more modern parlance, you're, you're, you're out and about. It doesn't matter. You can yeah. play guy roles, girl roles, non All the roles. Anything. If roles you gave me a cat role, I would take it. Wow. So uh, for the reboot of Cats, guys, hit up Caitlin Cornell. Please. So Cornell at ymail.com. <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, and so you've had all this experience, and, and we were talking about this kind of before. So you, mm. you, are, uh, you are part of the Upright Citizens Brigade, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, how many push-ups do they have you do in that like brigade? A hundred a day. Wow. At least. Yeah. I get your improv brain working. Improv. Which includes, which includes um, physical exercise. That's uh, very yeah. smart. You ever seen an improv show? You'll notice like everyone's ripped. Yeah, that that is the one thing. Uh, your your muscles on your arms they're really well defined. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Wow, that's that's amazing. It's well, muscle, uh, that's right? wow. Uh, for all of you <laughs> listeners out there, we are looking at some ripped guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Imagine... specifically on my left arm. Yeah, only on your left side. I like that. You do the one arm push ups. Yeah. That's cool. Very good. Yeah. I'm in so, advanced study, so we uh, moved on to one arm push-ups. Wow. Yeah. So they have more than one class. They have uh, advanced classes, beginner's classes. 
Um, at yeah. what point do you do they start talking about ghosts um, as as entertainers as performers? Oh, often. Really? I, no, that's a lie. We never talk about ghosts, but Whoa. I feel like that could be. I feel like I've definitely done a few scenes where I included ghosts, where I was a ghost. Wow. And one time, one time I did have a scene where I had to be possessed, and I was like at like a sleepover, and I would like I kept like a I was the person in the sleepover who kept waking up in the middle of the night and like like would like just rise up with my eyes wide open, but like I didn't know I was doing it. And I was like possessed, and my friends would wake me up, and they're like, "Kaylin, they're like you." You are you you just like you were possessed and making these noises and I'm like what are you talking about no I wasn't doing that and then I go back to sleep and I'm like you guys are you're crazy and then I do it again and it's like it ended up with me like murdering my friends oh it sounds wow. terrible but it was it hit it killed <laughs> it I'm killed sure. itself so there was a room full of ghosts at the end of that scene wow wow yeah um, oh yeah that's so true wow method wow. acting is, is is a part of of improv did you have to do any kind of research into possession or or was this a natural kind of like light lightning bolt moment where you just felt the possession happen well we had like talked about it earlier we were like we kind of want to do a maybe it was around why did we want to do that maybe it was around halloween i can't remember but we wanted we we're like we're gonna kind of do like a, a horror um, themed, supernatural themed kind of um, show. And like, we were like, just try to like go for that. Wow. Because getting scared is some, for some reason hilarious. It's super funny. Absolutely. Fun. I love pranks. I'm a big prankster. So That's a lot like ghosts. Ghosts are yeah, definitely ghosts big are, pranksters too. They're huge pranksters. It's like, it's like their agenda. Do you ever worry when you're performing? Because when you're doing improvised scenes, there are no dialogue provided. You're just kind of going with whatever comes to you. Are you worried that you are susceptible to possessions in those times? Like you can't control uh, what's going to happen. Oh, yes. This, is, this should be a fear for every improviser because as an improviser, you have to be very open and go with the flow. And so inherently when you like, I'm more open. It just lets in all this stuff. Well, wow. You're inherently more susceptible to being haunted because you're so like an, you're an open book. Can I? You kind of have to be. So like, you have to be on your toes, and you may hear my cat playing. Just a forewarning. You may hear like things mm -hmm. being hit. But well, that, that's good. I'm glad you said that because a lot of our listeners, they like to think that ghosts are in our podcast, and it's just not true. There are no ghosts in our podcast. So I'm glad you said that because it'll dispel a lot of the rumors that we're going to get. So yeah. you were saying about, uh, about um, the fear of imp improvisers that everybody should have, and I really feel like you should be the champion of this movement because I don't think other people talk about this. No, they don't. I don't talk about it enough. There should be an organization. There should, and and I think you're you're the perfect figurehead for this movement. I really do. Yeah. So, you and your training in the brigade. Yeah, and the training in the brigade is really, I think, going to help set you to take some leadership roles here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Have you a division in the UCB administration? Now I have to ask. Have you ever been on set 
for, for any kind of filming. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. Really? Yeah. Mm. So you didn't see any ghosts on the set? No, but I did see George Clooney. What? The Clooney's? The Clooney's. Now, that guy's uh, supposedly one of the biggest pranksters in Hollywood. You've heard that. No way. Oh, Oh, yeah. I wish I knew that. Could have, like, had such a a good talking point. Could have pranked on him really hard. I could have pranked him. He would have loved it. So you met George Clooney. Yeah, he was my director. It's crazy. Oh, my God. So, guys. Leaving the show. This is, is like, a, a very specific kind of thing where an actor becomes a director and yeah. he is he's able to kind of um take all the knowledge that he has as an actor and and kind of imbue it into you and so i i, I definitely did feel a george clooney kind of aura when when yeah. you came on the show and now that you mention it it's it's there and i think when you kind of earlier said that you were a trickster and a prankster that could be some kind of symbiotic you might have glean some some of the prankster um kind of mentality from george clooney and and now he's in his spirit is tethered to yours it is and you may you know you may find a side effect that from this you may find is you may wake up with like a salt and pepper beard starting to grow in that's a, a common side effect from yeah a lot of shaving yeah it has to be done mm-hmm. And perhaps it's from being frightened from ghosts. It's ghosts getting into his beard. It's the George Clooney aura when it when it hits you. It tends to come with this side effect of you might get like a salt and pepper stubble the next morning. Wow. Don't be frightened. I mean... It usually goes away. I can I can hear um, there's a lot of stuff happening on your air, yeah. Rob. I'm sorry. So I'm out on the street. Again, like I'm I'm here to <laughs> see the people's perspective. And some shit is actually really going down right now. I'm going to show you. Um, there's a. Uh, exactly. I kind of had to duck around a corner because, uh, you know, I, the, the things that we say on the show have been ruffling some feathers. And I've been out here also because I don't want to be in my home at the moment. It has been tenuous at best. I, you know, the last few times, you know, I've been shut down pretty recently. Uh, yeah. There's a man across the way that is setting up microphones. And I fear that someone is trying to record our conversations outside of our podcast. Oh my God. Uh, and use our voices against us. Uh, and, you know, try to like cut around my voice to make it sound like I say like, I love ghosts or something awful like that. Um, so I, I'm not sure how much longer I can stay on the line. Yes. Cause again, like, you know, I'm trying to stay on the low and obviously um, I am being followed. So have that be a warning for, for us all, and if you're on the street team, you know, everyone be careful out there um, as we do this work because you know there are some powerful forces at play here. Absolutely. Um, so I, I guess we, we will uh, finish this small interview. Um, this is not the end. I think we're going to be corresponding with Caitlin. Um, mm-hmm. You have a very keen eye and attention to detail, especially since you're working in Hollywood right now. I think yes. that we're going to need to know. You have the, your fingers on the pulse. Um, so I would say if, if you would like, would you want to be a part of our street team? 100%. Wow. Excellent. We need more people out on the street. We have it. We have it there guys written. Um, we're going to sign, we're going to send her the contract. She's a part of the street team. 
um, correspondent. Um, Caitlin, it was great talking to you, getting to know you, and I'm sure the fans are going to love you. Um, oh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to promote, anything you want to talk about that you're doing? Um, I should. Right now I'm doing a class, so support me. Give me your good energy. Yes. Send all the My positive team. vibes her way. Take yes. Caitlin's class. She's going to tell you how to properly, safely improvise without being possessed. Yeah. Um, those are really, really hard. Skills. So call me. Absolutely. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. So just like, let me know. And so there you have it. We have another professional added to the team. Um, and so we will see you um, in, in our next interview. Yeah, we'll see you on the yeah. street. And, and Rob's already on the street. So um, he's probably outside your house right now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how there, there's strength in numbers. You know, we're going to be traveling as groups. Am I? What? <laughs> Excuse me? Are you, a, are you a ghost? I just saw someone like pass by you and they didn't even notice you. Well, th this is kind of crazy that you, you mentioned that because Hold on. Rob was in the ghost dimension um, for a few months and no one really knows that. Right. Oh, oh that's a sensitive might... subject. Sorry. That's good. To, no, I, I'm worried that that means I might be relapsing just a little bit. Well, um, this, this could be the man across the street, Rob. This could be, be something that he's doing to you. So um, I, I think for your safety's sake, we should probably call it here. And uh, you should get to safety. Okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to just like burn some, some sage, uh, mm -hmm. have some incantations. Uh, I, need to, I need to center myself. Uh, Caitlin, thanks so much for bringing that up. Uh, yeah. Obviously, your your auras are very strong, so we're mm -hmm. very fortunate to have you part of the street team. And this, mm -hmm. you know, this movement's only going to get bigger, folks. Uh, so we'll see you out there. We'll, we'll see you all out on the streets. Absolutely. All right. So um, have a great week, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Okay. Yes. All right. Take protect and serve. Have a good day.